0: The Fade the Noise Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise Podcast. Profitable night in the NFL for your boy here. Could have been damn good if they didn't call that last KJ Osborne reception back. Due to a holding penalty, uh, double oh, unit I in know. that bad boy. It sucked. Uh, but the rest of the night, it worked out. Uh, it was certainly trending in a very negative direction, <laughs> to say the least, Lundy. And then just a flurry Of yards and points piling up there in that fourth quarter as Pittsburgh nearly pulled off the improbable 29 to nothing comeback to tie that sucker and push it overtime. We had a half quarter in college basketball from Ron Harper Jr. by Rutgers to beat number one Purdue first time ever. Rutgers knocked off a number one ranked team in school history. The rack was rocking. Uh, Had a breathtaking game between Seton Hall and Texas. Uh, it was just a tremendous night of sports, and I did not expect it uh, going in to the viewing, and I did not expect to get as drunk as I did either last night <laughs> when I
1: opened that you bottle were of tequila. Loopy. I was just following you on Twitter, and I was like. Dude's throwing back some adult beverages right now. I
0: needed it. Uh, it, it had been a long week. Uh, I got my COVID booster shot. I uh, had to deal with that for about 36 hours. So I was ready to, to move and groove, man. And the elixir was hitting me in all the right spots. So let's go ahead and get to it here on this edition of the podcast. And we have an age-old rivalry, Army Army. Navy, i going to go toe-to-toe to to battle those uh, military academies here on Saturday. Army is laying seven, and the total is 34.5. And And Lundy, unless my eyes are deceiving me, I believe the under has hit 16 straight times. Is that the money-making wager on the board this time around?
1: Uh, you know, I'm going to say no. I just, you know, sometimes you can follow those trends, but you can wind up following them down a very slippery slope. (laughs) Uh, You know, I I have been uh, lucky enough, Brad, to attend the Army-Navy game in person. Oh, nice. um, And to actually be on the field during some of the pregame pageantry that takes place. And all I can tell you folks is uh, just watch the game tomorrow it is I, I think it is one of the coolest traditions in all of sports yep. um the the way that the um that the that the the cadets the way the way everybody marches into uh the stadium um it, it is it's absolutely breathtaking in my opinion and i have a military background in my family uh several uh, uh generations worth um and so to me it's just a ton of fun to watch but uh from a betting standpoint Um, I think they, uh, what I saw, Brad was 17 of the last 21, uh, have gone under. So I don't know whether it's the 16 in a row. I haven't seen that, but, uh, but I know that it's been 17 of the last 21, but oh, come on, let's buck a trend and let's take the over, but I will take army and I'll give up the points. I think this army squad is damn good.
0: Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I totally agree with you. I'm going to lay the 7 with Army. Um, I'm going to avoid the total of myself uh, at 34.5. Uh, it is a pretty low total overall. This game is usually a bit of a slog, but uh, this Army team is running the ball at will, and, and that's what both these squads do every single time and every single year. Uh, Army averaging 4.95 yards per carry, over 300 rush yards per game. Number two of the nation are the Golden Knights in total rushing offense. Uh, I mean, they hunt 179 on the ground against Wisconsin, and we know how impenetrable that. Fear, uh, ferocious or fearsome front is for the Badgers. Uh, Navy, meanwhile, they run the ball at will, but defensively, they're giving up twenty-nine point six points per game. So this is not one of the stiffer uh, defensive clubs uh, for the midshipmen here in recent years. So for that reason, uh, I'm not scared. If it goes to seven and a half, I wouldn't be uh, at all deterred by a yar Captain Hook here. I think Army is going to control time of possession and then win this bad boy going away by ten plus points so enjoy the pageantry of the army navy game with that let's jump into it with another football friday edition of the fade five Number five. All right, Lundy, let's go ahead and start locking in our favorite player props in week fourteen of the NFL. And hopefully you're gonna stay on the profitable side again after getting off to a solid start on Thursday night football. And let's go to Cleveland. And I'm going to tail Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown on the over four and a half receptions. Lock this in at plus 100 at DraftKings. You can still find it at light juice right now, minus 105 at several of the sportsbooks out there. This one's inexplicable to me that the number is this low, the juice is this light. Uh, Hollywood Brown has done this eight times this season and he's gone over four and a half catches in a game and five consecutive efforts, including week 12 against this same rival Brown's squad in which he had 10 targets, eight catches and 51 yards. i uh, got to get a lot of Greg Newsome in coverage. who's given up a 92.0 pass array into his assignments. 12 wide receivers have gone over this total against the Brownies this season. So, I think Brown, uh, I'm going to double down, and hopefully uh, he will not make me frown because he's going to score at least five catches in the box score, in my opinion. So, fade or follow. Highlyward Brown over four and a half RECSs. I got it at plus 100 at DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: I'm impressed that you jumped on this at the plus odds. Well done. At DraftKings, it's still a minus 105. So it's still juiced just slightly to the under. uh, But you talked about the consecutive streak he's on, including, and this is important to me, especially as we get into these, uh, these final weeks of the season, because we are seeing these divisional games where we've got a track record to follow. We've got a previous matchup um that we can compare it to and in the case of you know cleveland and baltimore it was just two weeks ago i mean cleveland is basically playing baltimore twice in a row straddling their bye week um so we've got very recent numbers that we can look at i think brown gets to five Uh, i like your call on this one and i especially like it where i'm not paying a heavy juice
0: Uh, amen get down with hollywood brown
1: number four
0: all right marching on here same game different name lundy rub-a-dub Dub Nick Chubb uh, is going to be a, a, a flub uh, if you tail him on the over. That's why I'm going to take the under on the 68 and a half rush yards minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Paltry performance, uh, first time around. Week 12, eight carries. That's all he had in that game for just 16 yards against this Ravens front and has really dug in their talons into the competition. 3.870 yards per carry allowed to the running back position. 71.6 rush yards per game. Only Dalvin Cook and Najee Harris have hit the 69 nice or higher mark in the rush yards category against this front. Uh, That's been just so inflexible, and for Harris – it took 21 attempts for him to get there, and with Kareem Hunt back in the mix, you know I don't see Chubb getting probably more than 16, 17 rush attempts this time around. So again, Chubb under 68.5 rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Fade or follow?
1: Oh, go to DraftKings right now, Brad. It's up to nice 69.5. Oh, so you get, an bonus. Extra, you get an extra yard. It's going the opposite direction on you, especially if you like the under. So uh, this is one uh, again. Th- this is where Baltimore's got. It's strength right now. It's why like I for example, I, I'm on Baltimore giving up the I'm, I'm on Baltimore to win this game mm. um, on uh, on Sunday because Cleveland, you know, wants to be a run first team. They, they want to run the ball. Well, it's it's the one piece of this Baltimore defense that continues to be really stout. I think Cleveland's going to be in trouble. Uh, and so, I, you know, I'm on I'm on Baltimore, especially if you're going to give me three points, which is what the spread is right now. Baltimore plus three. Uh, but, yes, I, I like the under on this one with Chubb. I think I think Baltimore is going to tighten up here over the next couple of weeks. And we're going to see more of the team that we expected.
0: Yeah, indeed. Fade, Nick. Chum. number three. All right, next up here in our player props breakdown. Uh, yes, yeah, Seattle. Yes, yeah, you are. Yes, yeah, senior fun bones, Brandon Funson, my colleague on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, he's gonna do it this week. Uh, Russell Wilson, give me the over on two hundred thirty-nine point five pass yards. Now, again, full disclosure, I got this at two twenty-nine and a half when it opened. This is why we always tell people. Uh, you got to be a hawk uh, and look over all the various markets and the player props as they start to surface because you can find some soft lines uh, before the needle begins to move. And the fact that we've seen a 10-yard jump uh, says everything about that kind of strategy, getting in early. Uh, But still, I think he's going to get to at least a 240 passing yards mark. Why? It's friggin' Houston. Uh, And you look at uh, the Texans, they're giving up 250 pass yards per game, 7.69 pass yards per attempt. Uh, More than a handful of quarterbacks have gone over this number against them this season. And you might say to yourself, well, you know, Russell has been so erratic and consistent since his return from that finger procedure. But he looked vintage last week against San Francisco, completing 81.1% of his pass attempts, So, I think he's going to cruise well past this, Lundy. Probably going to be maybe around 260 when it is all said and done with a couple of touchdowns in the end. So, fade or follow, our dubs, Russell Wilson, uh, maybe his swan song in Seattle, over 239.5 pass yards, minus 115 at BetMGM.
1: Oh, just like uh buying me a, a beverage late night at the bar. Oh Brad, you had you had you had me at Houston. You had me at Houston. Um you also you know, I need you to stop, you know, bragging uh, all the time about all these low numbers you get. You, you you basically are just like you're you're the kid in the basement just stuck on the computer all day long, aren't you? Just I, I, dude, I have
0: my laptop open. Uh, starting about Wednesday mid-afternoon, and I'm just hammering the return on my MacBook over and over and over again, trying to refresh the screen to see when these things start showing up because oftentimes the lines will post. I do a double-take like, that's for real? Are you kidding me? It's a bit wonky. And I'm like, yeah, that's for real. And then I hammer it, and then I notice the line move. And then I'll shoot out those prop alerts on social media after I make the wager uh, to disclose to all my followers, hey, you might want to get in on this crazy soft line. See K.J. Osborne on Thursday Night Football, folks. And it didn't matter. Even with the line shift, he still crushed the over. And I think that will apply here to Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, I I would agree here. Here's the sometimes I'll go back and I'll look at game logs on uh, on the defense uh, when it comes to Houston. And I'll think to myself, okay, like here's a great example. Let's go back to week nine. Is Russell Wilson better than Jacoby Brissett? Well, I'd like (laughs) to think so. And Jacoby went for 244 and a touchdown. So To me, that's one of the things I'll look at. Like I know Russ has been very up and down. I agree with you. This might be it. Might be a swan song in Seattle. We don't know yet. Uh, We'll find out. I'm sure in in March. Uh, But when I'm looking at what the Texans have done, and I look at Brissett going for 244, which is a relatively soft number, uh, I think, uh, and that gets me to the over. Okay, I'm comfortable. I'll take the over on Russ, even though it's moved 10 yards.
0: Yeah, amen on that one. Tail the Seahawk and make some bank. Stick around for our top selections. Week 14 in the NFL player prize market, plus a ton of action elsewhere in bonus time. Two. All right, Lundy, uh, let's live in the land down under. And uh, this uh, may sound outlandish, uh, may sound blasphemous uh, to many of you out there. So you might want to put on the earmuffs that that is indeed your viewpoint and perspective. But Alvin Kamara... I don't think it's going to be a golden outcome in his return to the starting lineup for the Fleur de Lis. Give me the under on 107.5. Combined rush-receive yards. Pull this one from DraftKings at minus 115. Look, Kamara is uh, extraordinarily talented. Uh, we know that he lives in the matrix, a guy that has bends and contortions uh, that just defy uh, physics uh, oftentimes and also thwart the opposition. Uh, and you look at the matchup, it's some other of all matchups. It's the Jets, for crying out loud, or giving up a staggering 170.8 total yards per game to the running back position. So, you know, just looking at the matchup, you're thinking, auto bet, right? Well, uh, I think the outcome is going to be just the opposite. Taysom Hill is going to eat into the volume. And you look at Kamara, uh, you know, he has been under this a handful of times this season, four times, in fact, in a contest when he has been on the field. And according to some local beat writer reports, Uh, Down there in the Crescent City, they could ease him back in after the four games missed due to the ankle injury. So he may not get 20 to 25 touches in this one. Could be more like 14 or 15. And unless he breaks off a long run or a long catch, uh, I don't see him getting anywhere close to the 107.5 total yard mark here. So, good man. Vader, follow Alvin Kamara, my under-107.5 combined rushing and receiving yards against the Jets, minus-115
1: at DraftKings. Blasphemous, I tell you. (laughs) Blasphemy, you're speaking of this Alvin Kamara. Um... This is like, can I pass? No, uh, you don't let me pass on this. No, Um, no. you're not going to you're not going to let me you're not going to let me get away with that, which is unfortunate, because there's many times that you pull shit out of your ass on this podcast that I would love to be able to pass on. (laughs) Uh, But I uh, but unfortunately, uh, you know, you you built this thing to where I have to decide Um, I will follow for purposes of this audio exercise, um, but I will tell you that I think like I'll give you an example at DraftKings it's already up to 108. I have a feeling that people are going to think this is too soft of a number for Kamara. Because yeah, so the Jets. I'm, right, but I might actually wait to see if it creeps up a little bit more before uh before kickoff. Like can this get to 109 and a half, maybe even 110 if people keep keep hammering the over uh because the line is moved and then tuck it under maybe give myself a little bit of a buffer sure but it, you're right the problem is it's the jets and that's the reason why i kind of want to pass on this one because i'm like yeah don't really know if i trust it don't know if i trust it that was my thursday night pick by the way on the television show i passed on the spread uh between <laughs> minnesota and pittsburgh because i said my gut tells me minnesota is going to win this thing by double digits i just don't trust it then what happened Exactly what happened last night. Right. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, that's, welcome to Minnesota. Uh, welcome to the uh, door is uh, always open. Yeah, welcome. It, well, Zimmer leaves it wide open. Hell, it's a revolving glass door. You can see straight <laughs> through it. Um, so for purposes of the pod, I will follow. But I will be curious to see if this thing keeps creeping up a little bit further to where I might be able to get myself a little bit more of a buffer.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, maybe a smart move. But at Bedham Gym right now, it is at 108 and a half. So shop around if you plan to pay play the patience game. With Alvin Kamara. Number one. All right, my top wager on the board in the player props market here week 14 of the NFL season. Give me the over on Antonio Gibson, 66 and a half rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Look, I don't care if J.D. McKissick is back in uniform. Doesn't matter at all. He is the centerpiece. He is the piston that pumps the engines. The heart and soul of this offensive game plan under Riverboat. Ron Rivera right now for the fighting footballs who, if the you know second season started, they'd be playoff bound. Huge game. They got nothing but divisional games left. And this is the first of that string of matchups to get the Dallas Cowboys this week. This 66.5 rush yards line is comically low. Uh, he has run at least 19 times in four consecutive games. Uh, And over that span, he's averaged 107.5 total yards per game. He's cruised past this number in four straight. Uh, Over that stretch, forcing a missed tackle 20.4% of the time, accumulating 2.92 yards after contact per attempt in Dallas. You know, their personality this season defensively has been, Ben, don't break in the trenches, giving up 4.33 yards per carry, 82.3 rush yards per game. Through sheer volume alone, Lundy, because it's going to be at least another 20 balls of belly, and I am on the lookout for a rush attempts prop on Gibson. And if it's anything south of 20, oh, yes. Sledgehammer's going to come out. But I've already sledgehammered this one as well. So, fade or follow, Antonio Gibson over 66.5 rush yards. God, he killed Dallas last year in a pair of games. Minus 115 at DraftKings. Does he do it again?
1: Yes, he does. Uh, I really like this prop. Um, I think this is too soft. Um, I I think that they are going to try to ground and pound against Dallas as best they can. But to your point, this is about volume. It's about we know what Gibson can do to Washington. But this is also about what he can do to Dallas. This this is about volume. He's going to continue to get the ball. Um, And so even if Dallas can manage to to wrap him up a couple of times, they're not going to. Rivera's not going to go away from giving him the ball. And I'm with you. I think the J.D. McKissick um, uh, quote-unquote factor uh, is being over uh, is being overestimated. I, I really do. I think I think Gibson gets over this number. I, I think this is way too soft. I think he gets above um, up above 70 um, with, with – I, I don't want to say with ease uh, because, you know, I, this is going to be a big rivalry type of division game. Um, but I think he's going to comfortably get over this number and we're going to cash the ticket.
0: Yeah, get keep your eye out, too, for the rush attempts. I would keep an eye out on receptions. If it opens at 2.5, I'd be over on that. Uh, receiving yards, it's right around 16 and a, half, 17 and a half I'd be over on that as well because even when McKissick was on the field, uh, he was running double-figure routes on a per-game basis, and that shall continue in a game with a lot of pew-pew-pew shootout appeal against the rival Cowboys. All right, Lundy, it's
1: bonus
0: time. What else you got on this Friday or maybe anything else uh, this upcoming
1: weekend? Um, I got a couple for you. First of all, for the upcoming weekend in the NFL um, for the Broncos, uh, Brad Cortland Sutton over Mm. 18 and a half for his longest reception. He has done this. He (laughs) has done this seven times this season, and four of those seven have been at home at mile high. Mm. Um, the, you know, you and I were joking before we started recording the pod that it has finally snowed here in Denver this morning. It is the latest snow, yeah, uh, the, the, the latest measurable snow in Denver ever. On the calendar right yeah. now it is It has been 60s Well here's the thing Brad It's actually supposed to be nice again this weekend yeah, I saw
0: it. it's going to be back in the 60s in a couple of days That's Denver Ex-
1: for you Exactly So I, I think this is going to be a Cortland Sutton uh, An opportunity for him to get a long catch I don't think Sutton's going to finish with 100 yards Or anything like that This is still a very suspect uh, Broncos offense And one that needs to try to lean on Melvin Gordon And Javante Williams as much as they can However I do think that Teddy Bridgewater Will take a couple of deep shots and I think at least one of those is going to go to Cortland Sutton. So give me the over uh, on his longest reception at 18 and a half. And speaking of Denver, yes, I'm biased because that's where my pasty white butt is planted right now. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche are back home after a five game road trip. Nathan McKinnon finally got the monkey off his back in the last game and scored. I'd been telling you guys just keep betting on him uh, for an anytime goal because eventually it was going to happen and it did. Uh, so they are at home against the Red Wings. Now, back in the day, the, this was one of the fiercest rivalries in the entire NHL. Uh, Now that the realignment happened and all that kind of stuff, it's really kind of ho-hum, but... Uh, abs fans still really hate the red wings uh so the the uh, ball arena is going to be rocking abs are super juiced favorites at minus 360 so let's take colorado on the puck line at minus one and a half bring that juice down to a minus 140 uh knowing the fact that uh as i said nathan mckinton finally uh, got off the schneid and got the goal and yes i'm going to tail him again so bonus player prop Plus 100 for an anytime goal. Uh, I'm telling you, now that he finally got it done, I think the floodgates are going to open, and I think one of the best players in the NHL is going to put the puck past the line yet again tonight. So at plus 100, anytime goal.
0: Oh, a little biscuit in the basket. I like it quite a bit. Excellent call on McKinnon, man. Uh, It was only a matter of time. All right, let's go to the college basketball world. A light slate usually on Fridays, and tonight is no exception, but... I like Prairie View A&M, uh, plus 16 and a 16.5 on the road at Boise State. Uh, Prairie View has played the third-hardest schedule. Just look at who they've gone toe-to-toe against. It is otherworldly uh, who they have battled. Third-hardest schedule in the country so far this season. They've been competitive in a lot of those games against competition. Uh, some would consider tournament-level worthy as uh, they lost to San Francisco by 16 Oklahoma State by 13, LMU, Loyola Marymount by 3, South Dakota State by 9. Yeah, a couple of teams have blown them out, but I don't think Boise is going to be that squad. Uh, they get to the line early and often over 21% of their points come off of free throws. And you look at Boise, they did lose to Cal State Bakersfield, a team that's ranked number 204 in Ken Palm at home earlier this season. So, Preview a and I think, scores a cover there on the plus 16.5 against the Broncos. In the NBA, a player prop that I like, Tyrese Halliburton going up against Charlotte. Give me the over on 9.5 combined rebounds and assists. Pull this one from FanDuel at minus 111. He has done this in four consecutive games, and I know... He only had eight combined assists and rebounds in the first matchup against the Hornets back in early November. But Charlotte has given up the most assists per game to opponents this season and the third most rebounds per game of this season as well. So the matchup is tremendous. The trend is going in the right direction. He plays a lot of tick. I like Halliburton to reach double figures again and combine rebounds and assists. And some quick hitters elsewhere. The player props market in the NFL. Leonard Fournette over five and a half receptions at plus 125 at DraftKings. Yeah, gets seduced by that juice. Uh, He has done this in four consecutive games. He's taken on the Bills. Now, not a single running back has caught more than five balls against Buffalo this year. But Fournette, always the safety valve underneath for Tom Brady. He loves throwing to him. I'm going to follow the recency bias here. And again, at plus 125, it's hard to resist that over five and a half catches. Uh, give me the over on Mark Andrews. 50.5 receiving yards against Cleveland. Uh, he went over this in the first matchup. Uh, He is usually the apple of Lamar Jackson's eye. And again, with Greg Roman saying, we want to play more hurry up this time around against Cleveland, try to prevent some of those costly turnovers in the first meeting. I think Andrews uh, will crush this number, finish right around 65 or 70 yards in the end. And let's correlate. Let's synergize the spring together. If I like, yes, yeah, Seattle. Yes, you are. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Russell Wilson on the over 229.5 passers, what I got it at, or at the 239.5 number. He's got to throw the ball to somebody. I think that somebody's going to be DK Metcalf. Uh, I'm going to take the over on 58.5 receiving yards for DK. He should be able to smash this against a Houston team again. Terribly meek. In pass coverage, and that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Nate Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, feed or follow—that is up to you. Feed the
1: noise.